from Hannah show I'm your host Hannah Guzan and I want to welcome you to season three episode 205 I'm still a bit under the weather as you can tell I'm a little nasally but as always I want to give you the best because I know there's people that wait for this week's episode week by week am I right or am I wrong I'm always right (laughs) I don't know what you guys are thinking the day I admit I'm wrong the day Anywho, if you're interested in learning how to be a podcaster, I'm hosting a podcast masterclass on November 12th. Tickets are still available at my website at www.advicefromhannah.com. If you want to know what equipment I use, you know, how I built this community online, this is a masterclass for you. It's a super intimate room. Tickets are very limited. I have a handful left, like literally less than three. So if you are interested in coming out, please do purchase your tickets. You can spend a Sunday morning with me, which is like, you know, the best thing ever. No autographs, please. But once again, if you're interested in learning how to be a podcaster, the masterclass is for you. Tickets are available at www.advicefromhannah.com. So everyone, I've had quite a week. First and foremost, me being sick has really, really heightened everything. I have been working my corporate job and still fulfilling my responsibilities the best way that I can, but your girl got a fever. And I haven't gone to fever since I had that word that starts with C and ends with D. And this is not that, uh, but it's just like a bad cold going around. I stayed home all week. I didn't leave my house for like about three days. I went out on Saturday to run some errands and that wiped me out. Like I was legit sleeping. I was sleeping for the rest of the day. So I'm not at 100%. I really hope that by my birthday on November 4th, I am feeling like at least 80. Right now, I'm like 60. I'd say I'm about a 60%. But please send me healing vibes. Please and thank you because I got a lot to do. And I'm seeing Lauren Hill this week with one of my girls. That's on Thursday. So I really hope I'm feeling better by then because I want to be able to enjoy her however she shows up. Now. This week, I want to talk about something a little personal. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to talk about it really because it's really new up to my surface. So, a lot of you, you know, you've been with me for the last 200 episodes, so you know a bit of my story and the things that I've gone through. I'm walking to the 34th floor in about a week and a half. Now, by the time this drops, 
and I'm a little different. I've been, I have a low bullshit tolerance level that is extremely low. I don't have patience for it. I don't have the time and I don't have the energy to deal with things that no longer serve me. It sounds the way it sounds and it is the way it is. With that being said, people around me have been having a hard time with this. I'm less accessible. I'm busier than I have been. I don't have time for phone calls, nor do I like them. I have phone calls with very special people, like my family, like my day ones, you know, but realistically, a phone call with me is scarce. I'd rather text. It's a little faster, and I don't have to answer you on demand. I'm somebody that, you know, I always say this, I work a full-time job. I have my side hustle, and the Sig Media Corp is basically my business at this point with the brand, which is slowly morphing into a business with payables uh, at this point in my life. So there's a lot on my plate currently, and I don't have time for bullshit. I say this because in the last month or so, I've been called um, cold, that I'm turning cold, and that I'm not easy to talk with. With that being said, the first time I heard it, I was like, whatever, this person is overreacting. I'm not. I'm like the sweetest person ever. I really I really know at my core, I'm the sweetest, most humble, loving woman in the world. Okay. I do a lot for a lot of people and I do so much that goes unnoticed and I don't ask for any praise. With that being said, I heard it the second time. Now, this month, with a completely different person, and I was like, okay, well, is there something wrong with me? Have I really become cold? Have I really become difficult to talk with? I don't shut up, like, realistically, like, I talk all the time, but it's just, you guys, I've I've been through a lot. I've been through a lot in the last three years since I became single, and I'm just not subscribing for your BS. I'm really not. I know what I want in my life. I know the type of energy that I require to be around me. And I don't want to apologize anymore for wanting what I want. I want what I want. And I don't think that I should compromise for anyone or anything that doesn't want to be around me. Like, it is what it is. But at this moment, when the second person told me that I'm being difficult and hard to speak with, it affected me because I was like, well, what the fuck? Literally, this was me. What the fuck? Why are you saying this? Because... I'm here trying, but I can't be available and willing and in a good mood whenever you want to reach out. Like, that's not the way it works. When I'm available, you're not. And when you're available, I'm already tired. It's winding down. It's the end of the night. You know, I'm not in the mood to to be like that. It's just not, I've dealt with 800 issues. How about trying to ask me how my day went? And I really just want somebody to just be nice to me, um, just be nice and be kind and really understand where I'm at in this moment of my life and what it is that I require. I mean, I'm very vocal to say what I require. It's not a lot. I don't think it's a lot. It's a little, but you need to come with weight. Um, I'm very simple. I'm a simple human. But it's just, it bothered me because why is it that a female, once they act like this, they're unapproachable. But males are like this all the time. 
I know guys that have the most straight face of my life and they don't seem approachable. They're very kind. They're very nice. They're very, you know, generous with their time, generous with their money. But by generous with their money, I mean like they they have experiences. And, and my uncle's one of them. He's one of my favorite human beings in the whole world. He has a serious face 24-7. 24-7, this cat. Barely smiles. Barely. I think he's one of the coolest people to be around. I could hang around with him all day, all night. No problem. But he's serious. But nobody tells him that he's unapproachable. <laughs> that he's unapproachable and that he's... What was the other word? Fuck. What was it? I'm unapproachable and cold. Nobody tells him that. So, my fellow listeners, I'm telling you this. When you meet somebody, when you see somebody, when you know somebody's story, for example, mine, and you see the way that I react to certain things or my opinion over certain subjects, it's based on my experience. That's where my opinion comes from. My experience is my lived experience. There's nothing that I can do to change that. Of course, I have hope and, you know, I would love to sit here and think that, wow, love is just going to come knock on my door and it's going to be roses and butterflies and lollipops with with freaking creme brulee and a tomahawk steak with, you know, a baked potato and a lobster tail. But it ain't. <laughs> it ain't going to be like that. It could be like that, of course. But chances are... I won't perceive it as that the minute that I see it. Why? Because I've been through what I've been through. I reached out to a few friends of mine because I needed to get out of my own head today. There's very few people that I go and ask for advice when I'm in a mood. And they both came back to me with very similar responses. One of them saying, you know, I'm considered the ice queen. So she considers herself the ice, the ice queen. And this is somebody who's extremely well-educated, very well-paid, you know, has done very well for herself, has a family, has a thriving, thriving marriage for over 20 years. So, and she said to me, and it was so critical to me that this person said this to me, she said to me, you're not cold. And she's like, you're not unapproachable. It's because You have been let down so many times in your life and you realize that you're an army of one and nobody takes care of you. So you're not subscribing to anybody's bullshit because you know that when you let it into your space, nobody else can clear it for you. You don't have anybody to go back to at the end of the night and download that tape. I don't have anybody to turn around and say, yo, This went bad and that went bad. No, I just heard your problem. I just heard your issue. And now I got to swallow it because I don't have anybody to turn to. I have me. So when somebody's coming to me and they're telling me something, I kind of cut them now. Like it's, it's what I need to do to take care of my mental health because I don't have that other outlet to let it go. Of course, you know, I'm very empathetic and I listen and I understand that life is hard. There's people right now in my life that are going through very, very, very trying times. And I'm there and I'm there to listen. Because I know that it makes them feel better. But there's certain things that I just don't have space for because I'm holding space for the other very traumatic things that are happening 
So, of course, I'm going to be that. But when she said that I've been failed so many times in my life and I've only have myself, that was like a turning point for me today because it's true. It's very true. I have been left on ground zero. You guys know that. I've had to start from scratch. My relationship with my biological father is completely non-existent. And I've had to basically grow up and be my own person since I was like eight or seven years old. You know, I, I've been in a way like my mom, I love her to death. and My mother is the hustle queen of my life. But I, I take care of her. And I've been taking care of her since I was a kid. You know, always making sure that she was okay. I'd wait up for her when she was coming home late from work. I behaved so that she didn't have to worry. I would ask her when things were due. I've always been an adult. I've always been an adult. I've never had a chance to be a kid. Um, I was a kid for a very little time, maybe till I was about four or five when I was in the Dominican Republic. But aside from that, I've been an adult because I had to immigrate and come to a new country and just like when your parents don't know English I know a lot of the immigrant kids here that are listening to me can attest when your parents don't know English and you do you turn into an adult right you're the one at doctor's appointments translating you're the one at the bank you're the one calling the light the the water company you know it, it's just how we are so mostly like kids of immigrant parents you don't really have a childhood because you're adapting to a new society and your parents are also adapting to a new society but the shift the cultural norm shift is much larger for them than you who are in the schooling system and just getting accustomed to this way of life so all of that being said being myself now being where I'm at 34 years old you know I'm in my mid-30s I'm a divorcee I've been single for like the last three years, basically, you know, I've moved, I leveled up in my job, I created another business, I've been growing my brand. I really don't care what you're going through. Because I had just, I just rebuilt myself up. And I did it alone. And I did it scared. And I did it crying. And I did it with very little hands out. Like the people that helped me, I know who have helped me, the family members that have helped me, I have very clear in my mind. But aside from that, I can turn around and look left and look right. There's very few people that were in my corner while I was doing this. And now that I'm finally at a space where I'm starting to be leveled and starting to be myself, I can't subscribe to your bullshit. And I it can't be easy to reach and I can't be accessible because... I don't have this time and I don't have the space for it. I really don't. I'm either, if I'm not working, I'm in a meeting. If I'm not in the meeting, I'm running errands. If I'm not running errands, I'm doing chores. If not, I'm catching up on emails or responding to DMs or handling phone calls or doing stuff with my mom or doing stuff for the dog or folding clothes or putting, there's never a moment in my life that I'm not doing something. This is where I'm at. And it's only going to become more because the the more I grow, the more things I want, the busier I'll become. And I'm completely fine with that. And I, I understand where I'm at. But don't call me distant, dry, cold, and un, like unreachable because I'm not available at your back and call. I can't. I can't be that. I can't be that person anymore. And you shouldn't be either. You should have your standards and you should know. If somebody's calling you, somebody's telling you a problem, and it is the same problem, 
that you've heard your whole life with just a different tune, a different flavor, that's a behavioral problem. That's a them issue. It's not a you issue. It's a them issue. I always have, I always remember my brother, uh, my older brother, Sergio, uh, a few years ago, him and I were talking and he says to me, you know, Hannah, I love it when people ask me to borrow money because it's a testament to their word. When somebody asks me to borrow money, I know two things are going to happen. One, they're going to pay me back on time the way they said with, they would. And if we agreed for them to charge me interest, if interest is being charged, then they're going to pay me right on time when they said so. Or they're going to pretend like they never, I never let them money and they're going to stop talking to me. Either or works fine with me. Because if scenario two happens, that means it took X amount of dollars to get them out of my life and they were cheap people and they should have never been around me. If the first scenario happens, then I know they're a true one for me. And if I ever need money down the road because life is not perfect, I can go knock on their door. And I know that if they don't have it, they're going to go find it for me because I lent it to them in the time of need. So let's look at people in that way. The interactions that you're having every day. Are these people a one-time interaction that they're going to take from you and then leave? Or is it going to be a reciprocal relationship where mutually you both can benefit from knowing each other? With that being said, I'm sorry this was such a serious episode, but this is where I download my life, right? This is the advice from Hannah's show. That's my open-ended question for you. I'm definitely subscribing to whoever is going to be reciprocal and give back the energy that I've given to them. If you're scenario number two, that I'm never going to hear from you, that's fantastic. Love and light to you. I wish you well, but you ain't going to be well next to me. Now, who's your favorite podcast host? Is it me? Is it me? I know it's me. Oh, I need to sound better. Next week, I'm going to do what I've learned in the last 34 years. I always do this every year for my birthday. So I did 30, 31, 32, 33, now 34. Shoot. Ah. Uh, we're getting old. We're getting old. But as always, I love y'all. Thank you so much for listening to me. Oh, this is you get to me once now.